Thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm John Jacobson. Today is Wednesday, the 2nd of November, 2022. Before we get started with just under a week until the election, WPT urges you to make a plan to vote if you haven't already. You can find information on your polling location, candidates, their finance reports, and how to get involved by visiting the WPT election precinct. Head over to WPTonline.org and look in the members section. Happy Wednesday to you. So next time we meet after today, next time you listen to this, the election will be over. Let that sink in for a little bit. And Halloween is over, so now we can start counting down the days until Thanksgiving. Hard to believe we're this close to the holidays with the weather being the way it is. It's really nice, but let's just get through this election first, and then we can focus on the happy stuff. Let's jump into some news together. Governor Tony Evers and the Department of Health Services awarded $2.5 million in Federal American Rescue Plan Act funds to five organizations that will increase access to child telepsychiatry services. The one-year grants of a half million dollars each will support projects focused on recruiting and retaining psychiatrists and other behavioral health professionals and deploying technology to connect more providers with patients through virtual visits. The Evers administration said these grants are part of the governor's broader efforts to strengthen Wisconsin's behavioral health system at a critical moment. Over the past year, Evers has spent $113.2 million in federal funds on mental health and substance abuse services. Governor Evers also announced alongside the DNR that the first grants, uh, the awards for the Well Compensation and Well Abandonment grants have been distributed. That program offers financial assistance to well owners to support the replacement, reconstruction, treatment, or abandonment of contaminated private wells. The first grants have been awarded to improve drinking water quality in Marathon, Portage, and Winnebago counties, including two well compensation grants and three well abandonment grants, totaling about $35,000. The dollars are made possible through, like everything else, the Federal American Rescue Plan Act. For more information, visit dnr.wi.gov or give us a call here at WPT 608 7473 Wisp Politics is reporting that the Assembly Democrat Campaign Committee has put $3 million into three races for state representative around the state in heavily Democrat districts, including $250,000 into the 64th Assembly District, which includes the city of Kenosha, currently held by Democrat State Representative Tip McGuire. The report says to win two-thirds majority in the state assembly, Republicans will need to take at least one strong Democrat seat. They're currently targeting the seat in Stevens Point, held by Democrat State Rep Katrina Shanklin, the open seat in Oshkosh that was vacated by the retirement of Democrat State Rep Gordon Hintz, and the McGuire seat in Kenosha. Republican operatives are betting that the 2020 riots and destruction in Kenosha might narrow what is otherwise a pretty safe seat for Democrats. In the past two presidential races, that seat has had a 55.8% performance for Democrats. Republicans are expected to easily achieve a supermajority in the state Senate. And staying on the topic of elections, Marquette University Law School is expected to release its latest election polls at 12.15 this afternoon. As you recall, Senator Ron Johnson opened up a pretty wide lead over challenger Democrat Mandela Barnes in the latest poll. Governor Evers held a less than half percent advantage over his Republican challenger businessman Tim Michaels. 
In the latest aggregate polling from 538, Michaels now leads Evers 48.6 to 47.2, or 1.4%. Johnson's lead is a bit wider, currently polling 50.3 to Barnes's 45.9, or a 4.4% advantage. Marquette's numbers should be very interesting to dive into this afternoon. And if you would like to provide some input into the unemployment insurance program in Wisconsin, the UI Advisory Council is welcoming suggestions to improve the program during two public hearings and a public comment period. The council represents employee and employer interests and submits recommendations for improving unemployment law to the legislature. The council will hold two virtual public hearings on November 17th. The first hearing is from 2 to 4 p.m. and the second is from 5 to 6 p.m. Registration is required, give us a call if you're interested in registering 608-255-7473 or shoot us an email at info at wptonline.org. We will help you get set up with those public hearings. If you're unable to attend, written comments and suggestions may be emailed to uilawchange at dwd.wisconsin.gov. Again, reach out to WPT if you'd like details on how to register for those hearings. We'll also be posting all of the information you'll need in Monday's Weekly Insider. And one last tip for today. Daylight savings time ends at 2 a.m. on Sunday morning. We'll fall back an hour. You kind of gain an hour. You're going to lose it again in four months. Wisconsin Emergency Management Department is reminding folks to use this time to make sure your emergency kits are stocked and that your carbon monoxide detectors and smoke alarms are in working order and have fresh batteries. Readywisconsin.wi.gov for more info. Because Ben Franklin once said, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. (laughs) That's all for this week. Have a great rest of your week. And as always, thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business, farm, and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org slash join.